0: What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Talk Talk Punch. Thank you so much for joining us. I am Brody, joined by Tudong Dylan. Hey. And the Beyonce of these Destiny's Child, Charlie Hickman.
1: I can honestly say that you are not ready for this jelly. (laughs) (laughs) With great certainty, I can say that. (laughs) It's true. And authority. All right.
0: Well, while you're here, we'd love to interact with you, so make sure that you comment down below or send us an email at talktalkpunch.com or talktalkpunch at gmail.com. You can also go to talktalk. Talk. That's fine for the podcast. Uh, and when you comment down below, just please be nice about it, just like our friend Adam Hathaway. What's up, hey. Adam? Grateful that you are one of our friends. Also, Thank you, whether you're listening while you're watching us on YouTube or listening in on the audio podcast, wherever you get your podcast, make sure you go ahead and hit the thumbs up or star rating, any of the things that help us out with that algorithm. We really appreciate it. Systems actually look at that stuff. So it is actually really helpful. Really, really helpful. That. Uh, and then you gotta subscribe, or else Dylan is gonna come to your house and he's gonna. Tear off all the labels from all your canned goods, and you're gonna have That's no terrible. idea. No idea what's in that <laughs> pantry. All those canned goods, you're not gonna you're gonna go for some for some beans. Nope. <laughs> canned corn.
2: Oh. What a disappointment that is. What a dis- and there's no way you can find <laughs> out without opening it. A terrible thing. A terrible and once thing. it's I'm open, you first. gotta open it. You gotta eat it. You gotta eat it. You can't just leave it there. It's canned good for a reason. Yep.
0: Yep. And then after you subscribe, you can easily come back here every Wednesday to hang out with us and see what we're talking about. Kind of like this week's topic. So we are doing previously we did a top three movies that don't that that shouldn't have had sequels. <laughs> now we're going on the other side of that and we're saying the top three movies where the sequel was better than the original. Yeah. Yeah. I actually thought that this was going to be a harder list to make when we got this, and then I started going, and I had a hard time like just picking three. I could have made a top ten of this very How about you guys? How do you True. feel about this how How'd you build these lists
1: yeah this this was like a pretty open ended there's a there's a lot of movies that qualify uh so I like to put parameters on myself that I have no expectation that you guys put on yourselves to try to maybe eliminate certain crossover things. So for my, for my own methodology, uh, if there were multiple sequels in the franchise, I would not pick a movie where there was a worse <clears throat> movie that came after the sequel. Does that make sense? So okay. like, I, love, I love Thor Ragnarok, but that's the best one in the series. So it's disqualified from my list because there's ones that come after it that aren't as good as it. Now, that's not how I expect you guys to have built your lists. But it did It did lead me to some interesting movies that I think uh, will be fun to talk about. We'll see.
2: I can honestly say that every movie on my list has an inferior sequel directly right <laughs> after these, <laughs> these. And I, what I did was, I made sure to only choose n- part number twos, part twos. No, like, you nice. know, part threes or fours, like in, like in Rocky, part four is better than one, which, I mean, I'm just throwing that as an example, so... I made sure to go do part twos and they definitely, each one has inferior sequels. <laughs> nice.
3: And then for me, the criteria I kind of put on myself was, I wanted
0: sequels that I thought so outshined the original that you could even just skip the original. You just say, you know what? If, if this is a person that's never seen any of these movies, just go straight to this.
3: This one is yeah. like the best one. You could skip the original. Oh. What of my it sounds
2: like... What's, what was that? One of my lists is exactly like that. So it, it
0: it sounds like we all kind of went about it. So I'm really curious <laughs> to see how this That's
1: turns out. Room. When we all have like three or four crossovers, it'll be good. <laughs> I will make any sense, but right? we, we, we'll
3: end up there. All right. Well, let's get started. Uh I don't remember the order. <laughs> Excellent. Okay. So, well, let's let's, just, let's, let's, let's
0: just jump to it and we'll and we'll see. We'll figure out the order once we get through the number threes. <laughs> <laughs> All right, number three is Charlie's pick.
1: Hey. Alright. Alright, so this was uh this was a pretty easy one for me. Uh there has not been, I think, a sequel to a film that I was so sure was going to be bad just when I heard it announced. And I was so sure I wasn't going to like that I ended up just absolutely loving. Uh, this, yeah. this, this one, I mean, I don't, we don't need to talk about it. This was great. Everybody loves this. Uh, this was made a ton of money at the box office. It was. It's got the beautiful mix of nostalgia and non-CGI action. And my boy, Tommy C, staying yeah. forever young out there both simultaneously making me feel young because he's still making movies and making me feel incredibly old and out of shape. Cause he's like jumping off of planes and I'm like, ah, I kind of hurt my back bending over today to pick up something for my my kids. Uh, so the the glory and the shame of Tom Cruise. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, this is a really fun movie and a, and a really uh, an excellently well done, excellent, well done sequel that far outshines the original.
0: Hey, great. This is a really good nice. pick. I, I didn't even excellent. think about this.
2: one. This is a really,
0: and this,
3: according to Steven Spielberg, this movie saved cinemas.
2: Yeah, that's right. That's what he said.
3: All right, Toodong?
2: I, uh, He's next one. I think might- it's you. Let's see.
3: Ha ha. It, it is. is,
2: it is me. Superman <laughs> 2. This is actually one of if not the first movies I ever saw in my entire life like in the theater. I don't know who brought me. I don't know if my parents brought me. I don't know why they would, but either way, I absolutely. (laughs) Just showed up in a theater (laughs) one day. (laughs) Yeah. I was like, let's go watch Superman too. I'm like, all right. Why are these people hitting Superman? He's a nice guy. Um, But uh, I mean, you know, the first one had Marlon Brando and a lot of times, like if if I was putting up like the Godfather and Godfather part two, that would get it because of him, but he's not in, he's in the first one. He's not in the second one but uh, Terrence Stamp as General Zod, kneel before Zod. And one of the best lines I've ever heard in my life He's like, why do you say this to me when you know I will kill you for it? And I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Like, like, wow. But his performance, as well as everybody else's, I think is fantastic. Christopher Reed had a, 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 a excellent read on Superman, and he was at his peak with Superman too. Lois Lane as well. Jimmy Olsen, all the people, everybody. Lex Luthor was hilarious, especially since some of it wasn't even him. They had he, like, walked off the set after they um, fired Richard Donner. But um, as a kid, I watched this growing, growing up, and I l- absolutely continually watched it more than I saw the original, which may or may not be argued to be a better movie. But this one is, I, in my opinion, a much better and much my, – my favorite Eclipse is the first one I love. It.
3: I agree. I think the first one slow. Needed All a right. lot more Neil
2: before Zonda.
3: Oh yeah. Do you prefer two
0: or do you prefer the Donner Cut?
2: You know what? I, I prefer two mainly because that's what I mean. I've seen about 40 or 50 times probably. I have seen the Donner Cut and I think the Donner Cut's really good. I like the Donner Cut a lot. And but I mean I'll always gravitate towards what I mean. I know. I mean the that Donner cut was excellent though. You guys have both seen it, right? Maybe. Oh
3: uh,
0: the Donner say, cut yeah. got rid of the like the cellophane <laughs> shield weird thing at the end. Like I didn't I always know that was that his power. Yeah,
2: I, <laughs> I had no clue he had one of like, is that what that does? And it's still there. He still had his his shield still on there. I was like yeah, I, How interesting. Christopher Reeves can do whatever he wants. (laughs) (laughs) All right.
0: Well, it looks like I am up next. So my number three is a movie that I actually just watched recently.
3: And it's a third in the series, series of six. And that's Mission Impossible 3. Yeah. So I'm actually yeah. going through the Mission Impossible movies
0: with Mike, showing them the Mission Impossible movies. Nice. We sat down, and I was like, "You know what? Let's start with one." And we we started going through it, and <laughs> and it's it's a bit slow. The talking is like very uh very quiet. Maybe it was just like the Amazon audio compression, but like I could not hear anything they were saying.
1: We started subtitles, getting through bro. it. It's an old movie. I,
0: my kids don't like subtitles. I love subtitles. My kids don't like I, I,
1: <laughs> And I,
0: I don't know. It just like, I could tell that like my kids weren't to it. And so we actually just stopped it and jumped right to three. <laughs> we just stopped the first one completely. We didn't, didn't even finish two? watching it.
2: You didn't see it. two? No,
0: I'm not going to show my kids two. They don't need to
2: why not? They would love it. There's no. lots of action. There's no real plot. I mean, kids these days. Come on.
0: No, 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 no. So we, so we actually are starting at three. We've watched three and four, and so maybe this week they're
2: they, gonna ask. We'll they're gonna somebody. ask if the, uh, if the agent that age, uh, that you know that Ethan Hunt trained in the beginning that made it seem like that was his daughter or something like that is in part one or part two. And have you? Have you said like, yeah, no, not even close. We have no clue who this person is.
3: No. And it's fine. They do that with, like, all the movies. Just some random agent. who. Ah. Uh, but this... <laughs> but but 3 true. is great! Three, but 3 three is, is great.
0: great. And it's, it's so good. And I feel like 3 really, like... It almost felt like a reset or, like, reboot of the series. And really, like, from there, it really just gets good. All the Mission Impossible movies. This has become one of my favorite franchises since 3. I remember seeing 1 and enjoying it and then I remember seeing 2 and being like, I don't know about it. And then 3 and I was like, I'm in! And then 4 and 5 is it, and I, all of them, I just get so excited now. So I think if if I were to recommend anybody to start the Mission Impossible movie, say they're getting ready for Dead Reckoning this summer, they're like, where should I start? Just skip 1 and 2.
3: Just go straight to 3. It's totally fun. is true there all right so now we know the orders of charlie you're number two
1: my number two is a trilogy that really did something incredibly unique uh and just impossible that it worked absolutely impossible it is a beautiful trilogy of movies that i'm sure that neither of you guys have seen um and it starts off with a, a wonderful 1995 film you get a little Before Sunrise with Ethan Hawke and Julie Delpy. And, and you just, and you get to fall in love. And in the 90s, 95, you know, as a young man. This was a, a wildly romantic movie to me who, as a young man who was in love with the idea of falling in love. Nine years later, the sequel. You guys, you can put the thing up, bro, right if you want. Oh, talking about the movies. Nine years later, we get a sequel. Nine years later, in real time and in story time. We get these characters back, and we they're nine years older. I'm nine years older. I'm in a different life stage. They're in a different life <laughs> stage, and we get the sequel. And then nine more years later, we get the third installment, and there's like oh. just no way that they can keep making these better. And yet, my goodness, and and mind you, now I'm nine. I'm 18 years older at this point from when I saw the first movie. Actually, maybe 19 years older from, uh, from when I saw the first movie because I think I saw it uh, in 96 on dvd but that's neither here nor there but what a beautiful poignant story and it's just like so well done incredible dialogue it's so like na- the convers it's so conversational and natural it's romantic it's heartbreaking it's poignant they have these kind of ambiguous open-ended endings that you're like oh man what a you can kind of imagine what what what's happening and then and then all of a sudden bam they're back nine years later 2022 no new movie so it's over now but but really good and the last one, it, it just hits like at the life stage that I'm at, all of these, uh, you know, just different life stages. If you imagine your own life, 18 years ago, if someone just dropped in on it and then said, well, I'll see you in nine years and then dropped in on it and then say, hey, i see you in nine years, how you've changed, how your life has changed. And just such a really cool that they were able to do this with the actors and just kind of see them age and see their characters develop. And I'm trying to talk about this without spoiling anything because I think it is really fun to watch without really knowing what happens to these characters. Even though you know there's sequels now at this point, I don't know that these are good movies to binge in a row. <laughs> so I don't, you might've just missed it because waiting nine years for the sequel and then another nine years for the sequel was like so cool uh, because you changed so much in that time whereas I don't know if it'd be as satisfying to just watch all three bam, bam, bam. And then you're kind of like, oh, you know, like it was. That's what? a lot of a lot of life that just happened in a, in three short movies. But wait, wait,
0: what's the movie called?
1: Before Midnight is the third one. Oh. So before Sunrise, before Sunset, before Midnight. The the Before trilogy. But man, they're good, really good. If you're in the never movie, seen so them, like a like a a good fall in love kind of movie. So, uh, are you saying that the second one is better than the first one? Yes, and I'm saying the third one is better than the second one. So progressively better each time, and that could just be a life stage thing. I don't know that I would feel that way if I watched them all in a row for the very first time, but I feel that way now as an old man watching that third one, and, and it's it's a tearjerker and it is poignant and it deals with like, hey, it's you know our lives get more complicated as we get older, you know there's just there's just more things that that are surrounding us that add complications, uh, and it's just never quite as simple as that 1995. Let's just fall in love for a little while, walking around a city, talking. Uh, but man, what a great, uh, what a great story, and a really cool trilogy of films that gets better each, each, each one.
2: Nice. All right, Doodong. Uh My number two choice isn't going to be a surprise to most people, and that is Evil Dead Two. Yeah, it I is it. such a good sequel that it's many people I, I remember my brother uh was trying to get me to watch this and he was like you've got to watch this evil dead 2 or army of darkness or any of those and so finally he sits me down and he's like you got to watch evil dead 2 and i was like i don't want to see it and he, i'm like i haven't even seen evil dead 1 and he's like you don't have to see that it's kind <laughs> of a remake and then it's also a kind of a, conti- a sequel it's like a sequel make, Se- make. Um, re- cool. i don't like recall cool. uh but either way, say, you
0: okay there, dude? <laughs> I'm like, I'm, yeah,
2: I'm, ah, ah. I'm <laughs> there, no big deal. <laughs> but this movie is what people think of when they think of the Evil Dead trilogy. It's what they think of when they hear about you know, I hear the name Ash or Bruce Campbell, uh, and for even Sam Raimi, who who you know, uh, surprisingly directed this. Now he's a prestigious uh, you know director. Um, but this one they, they upped the kind of the uh the humor, and it's a absolutely phenomenal movies. Easily one of my like favorite movies right here, and and it's a sequel, and I didn't even see the first one for years. And then when I did, I was like, yeah, all right. But uh phenomenal movie, phenomenal sequel, surpassed the original, and uh easily number two right here. The only reason that it's not my number one is because number one is technically, in my opinion, so, so good. But this is always have a special place in my heart. Definitely.
3: I remember way back when that you guys arguing, and really, probably more just about whether Evil Dead 2 was a sequel. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Remake or, or a Those sequel. are
1: fun Denny's conversations. We should bring that back. <laughs>
0: Late Night at Denny's. Ah,
1: oh, those were the days. Hold
3: up. Yeah. All right. My number two is... Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's The Dark Knight. Now, That's your
2: number two? It's my
0: number two. two. Yeah, yeah yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah.
2: Unbelievable, bro. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Interstellar is not a sequel. How is, how is this your number two, bro? I'm, I'm flabbergasted. <laughs> I'm hurt. Is
0: this this is an amazing anything. movie. And this is my number two because I know that I say, like, yes, you can skip the first one and go right to it. But I would still say after you, after you watch Dark Knight, if you like it, go back and watch number one. Like, Batman Begins is still, it's still good. Dark Knight is, like, so much better. So if if somebody came to me and they said, Brody, you really like Batman. I've never seen a Batman movie. What movie should I watch? Just
2: And I'll only watch one.
0: And I'll only watch one. I would say The Dark Knight. I Like, that would be, okay, you're going to go, you're going to see Batman, you're going to skip all the origin stuff, going right into Batman, you're getting Joker, getting, like,
3: all this stuff that you're familiar with. You get, you know, the Batman, uh, Jim Gordon, really, getting... Batman, like actually working. You're you from the beginning. You're getting Batman. You get Batman all the way through.
0: So this would be the one where I'm like, yeah, no, go watch The Dark Knight, and and I would say, yeah, you know, go watch Batman Begins too. It's fun. It's good. It's not as good. You know, you're gonna take a step down from Dark Knight if you go back and watch. Which is why and you then,
2: should watch Batman Begins first. <laughs>
0: You could. But like I said, if somebody came to me and they're like, I'm only going to watch one, I've never seen one yeah. before. What do I watch? I would say the that dark. Knight. And makes so, sense. yeah, that the dark Knight just sense. is is man. It's just like this step up from Batman, Begins. like the writing. You know, this was where uh, Jonah Nolan came in and writing. We didn't have as much uh, David Goyer, you know, oh. silly, silly one liners and stuff like that. Like the story was just so much better. They did improvements on the suit. They just—it was just like overall, just so cooler. I right? you the the villain we got Joker is like iconic now. Joker and to remember that like there was no Joker before this besides Nicholson. And even mm-hmm. when they said, "Oh, we're gonna get Nicholson, we're gonna get Joker
2: in,"
3: who else was there? There was
0: no one.
2: Well, there there was the Adam West Bat uh, Joker. There was uh, Caesar Romero. But I mean, but I mean,
0: like since Nat Nicholson.
2: Right. Well, that's true. That's true. So we
0: went like Nicholson, and then forever, you know, you guys probably remember forever, they were like, no one else can play the Joker. Like Nicholson has made that such an iconic role. Mm -hmm. And then there was this fear of like, what are they going to do? They're going to bring another Joker in. Can he even compare to Nicholson? And then he like blew it out the water. And now everybody gets compared to how how great legend.
3: So this one, ah, this is so good. My number one. I really like like Batman but You're my number two movie. <laughs> so there you go. There's my number two dark. It's a good, All right. it's a good pick. All right. Show uh, up on one, somebody else's list. We've got our first
1: crossover, although <gasps> uh mine is a little bit uh I'm I'm gonna frame it a little bit different than you did, Broad uh interesting I, I i have the mission impossible right. franchise number one and i put this at one ahead of the before trilogy because i think like all three of those movies the befores are all really really good and i do think they get better but i, th- I think they're they're all really really good and i can understand <laughs> that some of the early mission impossibles are a little clunky a little bit rough i will however posit that i believe that each mission impossible movie is better than the one that came before it and i know that i'll get some maybe some uh feedback from you guys that that's not true because you guys probably like one better than two and that's fair uh i'm not gonna do. i'm not gonna argue with anybody that likes one better than two or even one better than three that's you know i take one is like certainly a more intelligent like espionage thriller which sure. if that's what you're kind of into like that's that's your jam i do feel like when they went from one to two they're like you know what people were really confused by a lot of what we did <laughs> in one because we had like a lot of like. Like not, It wasn't even just like you had to really think. It was like there was like random segues of like scenes that didn't happen that exist. And if you're especially if, if you're um, if you watch movies like my wife and I watch movies at times where it's on, but you're kind of also doing some you're multitasking. That would be a really easy movie to be like, wait, what? What happened? There's like a whole scene. Here. <laughs> it's confusing. And then and so they came in hot on number two. And they're like, you know what we need? Action. We'll build back from the action. And they didn't really build back all that well, but there was a lot of really cool action sequences, and it was nice. And Tom Cruise had bangs, like really cool bangs. Ah, oh, his really hair awesome, was so wearing, cool. Uh, yeah, it was, it was uh, so cool.
2: By the way, I'd I mean, like to point out how cool Charlie's hair is in this episode. Oh, Charlie,
0: very your your cool, hair is on cool. point tonight, man. Mm-hmm.
2: Uh,
1: but you guys are, you guys are very sweet. I I wish I could. Uh, you guys both have lovely heads. Uh, so, <laughs> so then like two to three, I thought they did a, like you could see like they're they're getting it. They're like what they're it's almost like they're all like in real time and by real time i mean like four-year gaps or whatever but you're kind of seeing them figure out what the franchise is supposed to be and then from that point on like you can't argue like three to four four better four to five five better five to six ah. six better and now we're entering into the seventh movie and tom cruise is now older than john voight was in 1996 <laughs> really and, and he's still yeah he's so voight was 58 and tom tommy tommy was uh he's he's in his 60s now so this is going to be something else, because uh, he's, he's going to be – there's like you can watch footage of him jumping motorcycles off of cliffs. I mean, the guy just wow. – man, yeah, good old TC. But the <laughs> movies just keep getting better, and, and they've even talked about how they make them now. They decide – like, they build it backwards from these big mega stunts. Like, okay, we're going to climb the world's tallest building here. We're going to do this and – We'll figure out the plot later, and, and they do a good enough job filling in an entertaining enough plot with these jaw-dropping action sequences like him hanging off of a literal plane, and that guy's an animal doing all his own stunts. But just I, – I, I think it's so hard to do to have a franchise where everybody kind of knows what you're doing and yet still somehow make each movie progressively better than the one that came yeah. before it. Uh, and it's not something that James Bond or any of these other big franchises, I think, have really been able to pull off. It's see even the MCU struggling with that now to continuously make sequel after sequel in a genre where everybody knows what you're doing. Everybody kind of knows what to expect and yet still somehow walk out of that theater and go, wow, that was great. That was even better than the last one. Uh, so really cool what they're doing and how they're building this uh, this Hunt universe. Uh, and I'm really excited for the for the next ones, and hopefully they don't blow this whole thing. And they're going to be terrible, and then I'm going to come on here and do a, a whole whole culpa about how bad the new <laughs> Mission Impossibles are. But I believe I, I don't TV. think
0: I don't think that they're going to be bad. They just you're you're totally right. They just keep getting better. And they have like Tom Cruise is like super involved with them now, and we get query doing doing directing. He's directed like a number of them. And I don't even know how yeah. many. So as long as they're still doing it and having fun and making good movies, man, they can just. Keep
2: usually, going. usually when they, when a movie builds a story around like a stunt, they really don't, they don't give a lot of attention to the story. And I mean, they give a lot of attention to the stories. They don't just yeah. like, they don't just slough off that kind of work they put yeah. a lot of effort in which is really cool i think it's yeah. it kind of it doesn't seem like they built it around the stunt which i think is it, that's really yeah. cool Agreed. also i'm
0: so excited to watch this scene with my kids they are gonna <laughs> flip.
2: i've already shown this scene to my daughter brode i don't know what you've been waiting <laughs> for
0: <laughs> all right well this is an excellent pick charlie
2: I'm glad
1: you like it, bro. I can't wait for RoboCop 2 to be uh, your number one. All right, uh, Dylan, what do you I got? You wait.
0: <laughs> All right, Tudong.
2: My number one, it's another crossover. It happens to be The Dark Knight. Uh, I think that that it is an excellent, excellent... I knew you were going to have it. I knew you were going to have that particular picture, so I put in the other picture because of uh, uh, Heath Ledger's unbelievable performance. Um, you know, I also have to say, uh, <laughs> Gary Oldman... He played a really good uh, Commissioner Gordon in this movie, and at the very end, he gets a like doesn't get a lot of credit. A lot of people talk about a lot of the other actors' the performance, and they you know they deserve it. It's because they they were really great. But at that last scene where Two Face, yeah, spoiler, I guess, uh, when Two Face is threatening his family it, at the very end before Batman tackles him, I was just he his acting was so good. I actually remember thinking to myself. Is he really going to shoot this kid? Is he really going <laughs> to shoot this kid? Like, oh, uh, poor Jim, poor Jim Gordon. What's going on here? He it with the music was swelling and it was it was intense, and his acting, his acting was just unbelievable. Like a lot, of, like I said, a lot of people, the other other actors, and that's great. But I, I wanted to give um, a lot of credit to him in this movie because that that last scene, it really. Just it blew me out of the water, even though I was blown out of the water by the other performances like that. That last bit when he's looking, he looks like he's that's exactly what he's saying. Ah, I it was it gets me every time I was getting choked up just because of his his performance because it is unbelievable. Gary Oldman, you don't get a lot of, you don't get a lot of credit for your acting. Nobody really talks about what a great act you are. It's never been done. But he is great important. on slow horses, by the way, on Apple.
1: <clears throat> it's a short TV show. You guys could absolutely watch it. He's fantastic.
3: What's TV?
2: <laughs> Brody, I can't believe you didn't back me up right there. Either way, my number one thing <laughs> <pick laughs> that Brody has already kind of discussed. Is the Dark Knight because it is an excellent movie by itself, and it it, it totally blew its predecessor out of the water, which was already excellent. And um, remember seeing it in the theaters, and every time I see it, I remember like that. It brings me back to that. It's really cool.
3: I agree. I
1: think I know what your number one is, Brody.
3: Do oh, you? Yeah. What's your guess? What is it?
1: Yeah. What is? I guess is Terminator Two.
2: Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Or, Charlie oh, no, no, it, or, it's yeah, like yeah. it's
0: like you know me
2: yeah. like you <laughs> just, know me just a little bit just a little bit
0: oh my goodness i know that we have talked about about terminator 2 and how so good. it how much it surpassed terminator 1 terminator 1 it's great right it's it's, it's great, great for monumental. for kind for kind of what it is but the the step between terminator 1 and terminator 2 is so monumental Like Terminator Two is this like masterpiece of an action film. Like it has everything. It's bigger on everything. The special effects are better. The you get more like a better Arnold in T Two than you get in T One. Like more story. It's it's like way more epic. It's just everything is like turned way up, and it all works till you have this amazing Terminator Two Judgment Day. Oh, my goodness. This was like, this was the first thing that I thought of when I when I was putting together this list. And I was like, oh, man, it's probably going to be on all of our lists, though. And I, I almost <laughs> I didn't put ideas. it on. I almost didn't put it on because I was like, it's going to be like a three-way crossover.
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs> but I'm so glad that I did because nobody else put it on their list. But, yeah. oh, my goodness, this movie is is so good. And and if yeah. anybody were to say, like, hey, like, I I've never watched a Terminator movie, like, what should I do? I'd be like, yes, there there's some like loose strands that you may kind of miss out on by if you skipped T Terminator one, right? Like you would kind of miss why Sarah's a bit freaked out by seeing Arnold and stuff like that. But like, oh, to just have somebody go and watch Terminator 2, like Oh, it's so good! It's so good! (laughs) And so, yeah, this was, and I, and I I honestly, like, I struggled. I was like, "Is this my number one, or is this my number two? Do I make Dark Knight my number one?" And like, and I I was just like, "Can't believe you,
2: bro! Can't believe you!"
0: But like the,
2: and in your your
1: tattoo, bro, you got to take the tattoo right off. Gotta take it off now.
0: I feel, and this (laughs) is my number one because the step from Terminator to Terminator Two is so much bigger than the step from Batman Begins to Dark Knight.
2: That's a terrible excuse.
0: Terrible. That's
3: what this list is about. It's about <laughs> like that's all the
0: whole list is about sequels that were better. So this repostrous is so much better than Terminator repostrous. One. And Terminator One's sure. still great. Don't get me wrong. I know that there's people that love Terminator One. I love Terminator One. But man, Terminator Two just like
3: shot it way up. So good. So Who's good. Your
2: favorite scene. Favorite scene just say it what's
3: your favorite scene uh him going
0: through the mall followed by yeah. the with the, the the motorcycle and him okay here it is here it is him uh reloading the shotgun by just doing the flick oh, yeah. thing
2: yeah. i
0: still do that if my kids bust out like a nerf gun i'm like i spin it like i'm <laughs> yeah. like i'm reloading it like, just like arnold man I, oh, that's cool so good. So there it is. There's my
1: number. You were about to say that you, when you whenever you hold a shotgun at your kids, <laughs> we have, we're gonna have to have a different conversation here. But <laughs> no, okay, got it. I'm all No, got we it. have giant
0: Nerf wars, man. I always try to flick it like that, and then always just like Arnold,
2: just like Arnold. That's cool.
0: All right. Well, good list, everybody. You guys have anything else to add to this?
1: I, I will say that if you have never seen any of the Terminator movies, you should absolutely watch the first Terminator movie, and then watch the second one, and then. See stop
0: and then stop oh, yeah. stop don't yeah, watch
1: anymore stop. don't so watch anymore watch two movies it's good it's good for you watch two that's it one and, and then two done it's like like the alien movies you don't need to what's go what's gonna two. happen is you're gonna watch the second one you like it so much you're gonna think well maybe i'll just watch the first one and that's the wrong order to do it in so watch the first one then watch the second, then one. The second one yeah and then done forever pack it up don't watch anymore
3: um i know nothing
0: but so thing. just some honorable mentions like because I'm, I'm sure people will. Uh, uh, Empire Strikes Back, I think is better than Empire, Star Wars.
2: Yeah, Empire Strikes Back. That's but
0: Star saying. Wars is still such a phenomenal movie that I would never tell anybody just start at Empire.
2: Yeah, no, no,
0: never say that. Um, you mentioned a Aliens lot. was another one I thought about, but like Alien, Alien, and Aliens are, they are so close.
2: Yeah. I, it's tough there's i mean cuz one is a horror uh, thriller and the other is a core action yeah so it's 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 <coughs> expertly done by masters in their fields i mean yeah yeah but there was what about civil war
3: i actually thought about
0: putting winter soldier on my
2: because yeah. winter
0: soldier was a pretty big step up from
2: And for other cinephiles, I know some people would put *The Godfather* Part Two. I personally wouldn't. I like give me some Brando at every moment, but uh, some people would put *The Godfather* Two with the Nero in there uh, as one of theirs. We've, we we respect it, cinephiles. Some other people might put *Godfather* Three. Oh, oh no, 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 no! That's no, no. preposterous, folks. Preposterous! Just stop I, it. Too. I have it on that Andy
1: Garcia—that's Andy Garcia's favorite *Godfather* movie.
2: Oh,
1: and no. <laughs> It's only when it, he's though. in, <laughs> 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 he likes it. Toy, there's, some, there's some good Toy Story sequels that uh like the, and the, every up until four they kept kept doing that thing where it was like getting better and better, and then I didn't think four was nearly as good as three. But
0: go watch so our movies that didn't need a sequel.
1: Yeah, there you go. yeah. All
0: right, Charlie, go ahead and take us home.
1: Well, thank you so much. Uh, If you're interested in a sequel to this podcast, make sure you come back next week and see what we got planned for you. If you want to see some other videos, you don't want to wait the week, make sure you check out the content below. Make sure you hit that like and subscribe below that beautifully conditioned beard over there. (laughs) And we'll see you next time.
3: Bye.